to stir our hearts up again towards Thanksgiving. And uh, our test is taken from Luke chapter 17, and I read verses 11 through to verse 16. Luke chapter 17, I read verses 11 through to verse 16. Now he said, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he, Jesus, passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his word in Jesus' name. Our Father, we thank you so much for how far you've come with us during this worship service. We ask that the next few moments as we look into and through your word, you will speak to our hearts. You will stir our hearts up to get closer to you in the place of worship and thanksgiving. We ask that the heavens will stay open over this place. And that no one will live here bound but free. Completely free. In Christ we are free already but the enemy tries to tie our feet and our hands. But Lord today all those shackles shall completely be broken. And the full work of the cross will manifest and be made known in each of our lives in the name of Jesus. Unto you, our God, be all the honor and glory. Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, I'm going to talk to you about a fairly funny title. I title it, Thankful Eyes. And I got that from verses 15 and 16 of that place where we read, Thankful Eyes. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And the Bible concluded there was a Samaritan. When he saw... So I've had a message before. I had a sermon before. You know, this is one of the you know, most used Bible passage to teach or to share on this topic of thanksgiving. And I had someone actually taught about it before. I'm very profound, gave about nine points why the other nine did not return to give thanks. And, you know, very good possibilities of why they did not go back. But the only place that I found, the only thing I found that is right in the Bible, closest to why the man went back, was in that verse 15. He said, one of them, when he saw, he was healed. I'm shocked that all of them knew they were healed, but probably they didn't see as they ought to see. Many people have sight, few people have insight. I believe this man had an insight, and, and you know, for this man to go back is prof- you can't understand it. For many reasons, number one, you are not a leper, so you can't understand. Number two, you don't live in those generations, so with the stigma and all that surrounds it. Now, lepers usually don't move in singular. You probably have seen that. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 7, you have four lepers there. In fact, in those places where the scriptures say Jesus hid one leper, Bible scholars said actually it's just a recording of the synoptic gospel that they don't move alone. Why, 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 why is it that when lepers don't walk around alone? Because they don't have any other person to be friends with. So they're actually stuck with one another. 
So as for lepers, you don't have option B. If you don't have a leper as a friend, you never have a friend. And so these guys who have broken ranks with the other lepers and went back because I believe they probably had a discussion. They said, shall we go back to Jesus? They said, no, he didn't ask us to go back. He said, we should go, we should go to the high priest. And someone will say, well, and you know, they probably you know, mentioned to one another and they debated. And this guy said, I have to go back. He went back because he saw something. He went back to his own peril. He went back ready to stand out. Anyway, they were cleansed. We don't know how healed they were. And some believe that being cleansed means that all the whiteness and everything went away. But the deformities that were there were probably not restored. So for some reason, they still needed each other. That's where I'm going. Are you following the trend now? They still there because lepers, not only for friendship, they stay together, but also for practical reasons. Because if one has lost a thumb, the other one has got four fingers, or the other one has a thumb, you need cooperation to be able to do things together, to eat together, to form a tent together, to do everything together. So this man broke rank with the others, and that's point number one for me. If you're going to thank God, you must be prepared to break ranks with others. Because this morning we will come forth dancing and, and giving thanks unto the Lord. You cannot afford to look at your neighbor. You need to do it your own way. As your heart convicts you, you need to know what the Lord has done for you. And it cannot be based on, you know, why am I the only one? You know, just jumping and dancing and singing so loud out of tune, it does not matter. Irrespective of the fact that you had the best voices, <laughs> set one, set two, God still loves your voice. And by the way, I, I'm trusting God that actually will be no need to recruit again. But if you are recruiting, I'm here, okay? <laughs> That's been my dream all my life. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> you don't stand the chance. <laughs> I don't stand the chance. <laughs> so whatever your voice, when we are singing praises unto God this morning, please sing as you want to. That's the way we call it congregational song. I remember when we were con- uh, chief for congregational church. Down... Down in, uh, where was that? Chinford again? Chinford is in Chinford. Chinford Christian is in Chinford. But where is Chinford? Chinford is more of North London. You know, my pastor then was Pastor uh, Malcolm Bolter. Very wonderful Glaswegian. He's lost all his Glaswegian. But very loving guy. You know, I lo- we love him. He was, he was, if I could call him a family friend. Now, when we got to Chinford Congregational Church, I remember very clearly that I, you know, we, the kind of an evangelical church, not strictly Pentecostal. And so, Everything was very orderly as we are here, except I select far, far lower decibel. And so when we are in church and uh, the service is going on, I'm used to singing, just as I was singing this morning, in and out of tune, but pretty loud. And so I was just such a constant, I, I remember, I was such, just a constant spectacle. <laughs> and I didn't get it. So people just kept quiet and had me. You know what? I was still worshiping God. Hallelujah. And so when I did, a lot of people say, well, you know, thank God for your... <laughs> so this morning, when we are worshiping God and praising Him, sing as loud as you want, you are singing to your king. Are you getting what I'm saying? Be prepared to break ranks if you will give the adequate thanksgiving. Is that making sense to somebody? And don't look at your left, don't look at your right. It is God you are worshiping, and it's Him, and Him alone who we hacking onto you. All right, because of our time, I would have, you know, gone a little bit more into the reason why this man saw better. Because he saw, he saw better because he had a better understanding. Because Psalm 8 verse 3, Psalm 8 verse 3, he said, when I consider the works of your hand, you don't only see God's hand, you only consider it and think about it. And that's going to help your thanksgiving this morning as well. And, you know, the, the eyes, I, I've spent a little bit of moment on just this eye thing. 
He said, the Bible says the eye is the, is the, is the lamp of the body. You know that. He said, if, I, if your eye is evil or if your eye is, um, is in darkness, your whole body will be in darkness. Now, our traditional, uh, most people, I, I know it's an English proverb that clearly says, the eye is the window of the soul. You've heard of that before. It's not in the Bible. You said, have anybody heard of that before? The eye is the window of the soul. Yeah, well, it's not in the Bible anyway, but, but I think they got it from here. And I, I, what I want to say about that is that the way you see affects the way you will react. And we all see things differently and leave room for that one. You know, some people, you can talk from now to tomorrow, unless you're able to paint a different picture for them to see, you will never get them to do anything. So from today, your thanksgiving will need to reside in your eyes. How do you see what God has done? Do you see it as just another thing? And there's so many things Jesus Christ. So uh, before I tell you, there are two types of eyes you can have in seeing what God has done. Only two types of eyes. And Jesus Christ encouraged us that are also things Jesus asked us to learn of him or to copy from him. You know, Jesus never told us to follow how he prayed. And yes, believe you me, he prayed. But he did expressly. Only two things he expressly told people to follow. You know, the first one is told them to follow, Matthew chapter 11, 28, 29. He said, come unto me, all you that live in every lady, uh-huh, and I will give you rest. Learn of me, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Point number one. Point number two, John chapter 13, verse 34. He also told them, he said that ye should love one another as I have loved you. Only two. Every other one is by inference. Only in fire. And so I discovered that those two things affected the outlook of Jesus humility and love. And wrap those two things together. If you will see with the eye of Jesus, you will have thankful eyes. So only two eyes you have you can have the eye of Jesus or you can have the eyes of the flesh. The eyes of the flesh is direct opposite to the eyes of the spirit, which is the eye of Jesus. And with Jesus' eye, you see with love. You see with a heart that is open unto, you know, appreciating what God has done and what God is doing in people's life. And talking about moving close to Jesus and helping you to see, believe you me, people can make you to look at things differently than you want to look at it by just coming close unto them. You agree with me? And let me tell you a wonderful story. I think I shared it in a smaller group. I, I was in, 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 in Lagos, you know, the uh, redemption camp. A good number of you know of redemption camp. And hopefully one of these days, you will come to Lagos with me. And you will, you will love it. Usually, the meeting you are likely to attend is a smaller meeting. Um, we have about three major meetings in the year. The biggest one is the August one. The, um, yeah, possibly the March one is the probably the smaller of all of, of the meetings. Just about one million people gathered there. So that's... <laughs> so that, so it, it, it might be a small congregation for you to minister to. So you, you, you will deal with it, wouldn't you? <laughs> so we, we were at that meeting anyway, and, and there was this brother, he was, he was by my side, and we were just talking, and um, he mentioned another brother who... Things were just not going very well between them. And, you know, immediately my outlook of that person changed. And, and, and I was struggling in my heart. 
you know, I, I, it's a well-loved person. But he just says, he, he didn't say, you know the way we say things, you, I'm talking to Omar, and just say, you know, uh, he talked about somebody to me, I say, well, you know that kind of thing, and, and you know, he speaks volume, and I say, well, kind of, you know, and my heart changed. You know what, God humbled us there, just to tell, to tell me something. Not long after he has said that, because this guy has a lot of duty that he does during that meeting. He's a fairly senior person. He's not in a redeemed system. And so they gave him some extra protocol to make his passage in and out easier. And so while I was waiting for the general protocol with this other pastor, this other person that this guy spoke to me about to change my view about him, then drove by in a 4 by 4 SUV and then just ah, brother, that brother was talking to me. He said, oh, 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 no. oh, I didn't know you had that. So, how is and he was there with his wife? He said, How is everything going? He said, Fine. He said, You know what? So, so what? I said, Where we stay? Because the traffic was horrendous on that day. Horrendous. I mean, we finished the meeting around 12 midnight. I, I, I don't, I won't, I, I won't want to discourage you. But I got, I know you are waiting for that one. I, I, did, I didn't get to my bed until sometime after, sometime after. So, anyway, it happened that this guy, then that. Something was mentioned about him, then came out of his own SUV car, all, okay, he said, you guys, he said, we're still here. He said, wow. He said, you know what? There's another vehicle that can take me and my wife, because he just has a vehicle to himself to take him. He said, somebody that can take me, I'll go and join the bus that's about to leave now. You and your wife, come into this car and ride this. You've just spoken about that guy to me, that it was like this. If you, if you know sword going through somebody's heart, I said, God, you are so good a God. What a lesson you taught us. Since that day, I said like this, never, ever again. Please learn your lesson. In the Old Testament, usually fire that fall upon you. <laughs> In our old time, you just need to wait a little longer. <laughs> and so believe you me, lesson still learned. What I'm saying is that people can affect the way you look at others. And if you work with Jesus, it will affect the way you look at life. That's where I'm going. It will affect it. If you don't work with him, it will affect your outlook to life. If it will affect your outlook to people, you will love people more than before because the way we talk to them about you. is usually never the spirit of the Lord telling you that guy has no hope. The Holy Spirit will tell you, hold on, I'm working on him. When the spirit is telling you, forget about him, kick him out. Most probably it's your flesh that is talking, if not the devil right away. And I've been there many times. People have been so all sorts to me. My wife was just giving an excuse for somebody. I desperately needed something between yesterday and today. Desperately called, tested, did everything. Nothing came out. And, and we, we just don't go to talk bad about the person. I said, I've still expected this thing. And she came with five excuses. I said, look at you. I wanted you to join me. You are giving excuses. But she made excuse for that person. She made excuse for that person. And I believe our work with Jesus makes that a little bit easier. Somebody said, thankful eyes. Come on, you're not standing convinced. Thankful eyes. Pray that's what the Lord will give each and every one of us in Jesus' name. The eye of Jesus, they are thankful eyes. And just in closing, I need to mention unto you that when we say thanking God, we look at something very esoteric, something very out in the air there, something very far away. No! When we say being thankful to God, <laughs> do you know one part of the Bible that I love so much is First John chapter 4, I think verse 20 or 21. And, and he made it very, very poignant, and he didn't spend. Is anyone that says he loves God and hates his brother? What do you call him? Come on, you know Bible now. He said, you just call him a liar straight. And you know, the same guy wrote later in Genesis, in, in, in Revelation, he said, all liars shall have their part. 
So he that says, I love God. So if you that you are hating your brother or your sister, well, John said, not me, by the Holy Spirit, that you are a liar. And that's, it's a big thing when you call people liar around anywhere. You call it, it's, it's a big thing when you say, and John said, you're a liar, you're a liar. You, can't, you, can't, you say you love God, when you don't love, though you, he said you don't love the brother you can see. I use that by extension to thanksgiving. If you are not thankful to people you can see, you are li- well, John said <laughs> that whoever says that is a liar. And I believe that. Do you know that thanksgiving starts from amongst us? Do you know that's where it starts? People, people say, I don't owe anybody anything. It's just God that has done it. Please spare me. God use somebody. That's why I'm so grateful that God released these guys to be here with us. And with bottom of my heart, we thank you. We appreciate you. We thank you. Choir, for every bit of effort. And you put, people put so much work into this week in, week out. All those things don't come together like that. You put a full rendition there, the horns coming at the right time, the strings at the right time, the keys at the right time, the voices, and the back of fantastic as usual. You know? Come on, you want to clap? Clap for them. <laughs> so we thank you. Yesterday I was in the building around 7 p.m. This place packed, you know, sparkling clean, or whatever you say. You know, beautiful place, this place, this place is. So my mind is, speak, is going faster than my mouth now because so much is there. You know, and there are guys here, they were cleaning this place, making it clean. They cleaned this building, cleaned the other building, ground floor, top floor, so that the children can come in. We call them sanctuary keepers. You know what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No matter how much they're anointing, nobody will want a place that is filthy. Thank you. There have been chaos outside there. Come rain, come shine, come snow. We call them holy police. Not very great sense of humor. Holy police. You know, I don't know whether police can ever be holy. <laughs> and it's all over the world, you know. I mean, there's a case down there in Yorkshire now that they are fighting about. Um, you know, where's that? The Hillsborough, Hillsborough area. We've not sorted Finnish American one. Don't even go to Nigeria. What are you doing there? <laughs> But this was a holy police. And okay, on behalf of them, is that kind of day is there? Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet, holy police. Stand on your feet. You are policemen. Come on. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you very much. And so, brethren, let's 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 learn. Thankfulness just doesn't drop from the sky. It starts from being thankful. And you can I know I can go one by one. The, those that did the flowers. Edna was not here. Maybe probably quickly went back home to change because she came in here possibly about 7 a.m. to get this sorted. To make sure because she must buy the flower today. And if she doesn't buy the flower today as fresh flower, we won't have fresh. But on Thanksgiving Sunday, we come. And those things are very, not only expensive, but they are also very well done. It took hours for them to do it. I need to say thank you to them. And some of you, you probably came in here to come and help. And I can go on and on to come and join others with baby dedication. Say thank you. Now, enough of me saying thank you. Why don't you talk to somebody near you for being coming to church today? Say thank you to them. Sorry, let's get involved. Please don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Aha! I can see smiles now. 
Some are bold enough to get up from their seat. And you have one minute to do that. Some are bold enough. Come on, get on your get up on your feet. Walk across the road. Thank you, Sister Andrea. Come on, get up from your feet. If you may, please. Say thank you to somebody. And that God is glorified. My usher. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let it start from there. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And, and, and I expect that. God bless you. And I expect that to not just be a one-off. I think the highest is broken. Let Thanksgiving flow effortlessly and effusely from our mouth. And therein God is glorified. Hallelujah. So in concluding, we said that we must see with the eyes of Jesus. Amen. So we must see the eyes of Jesus. You know, I read something in the Bible last week. And I had a fresh understanding of this particular passage. I think that should be Mark chapter 7. Um, I hope I wrote it down if I do. But it's Mark, but the story is about the Syrophoenician woman. You remember? There's a woman called the Syrophoenician woman. She was from a particular area in Palestine in those days. Came to the Lord Jesus Christ and asked Jesus Christ for something. What did he ask? He said, Jesus, please come and heal my child who has been very ill. I think the child was demon-possessed and all the rest of that. And Jesus showed us by saying what? He said, Sorry, we cannot give children's bread unto the dogs. If you are like me, it's a difficult thing for me to reconcile. But you know, I think it's easier for me to reconcile now. You know why? Jesus is teaching us a principle there. That in the kingdom of God, no matter how much you wish it or want it, there are some things reserved for those that have relationship with him. And so, sitting down there, it, it just doesn't work. You, I think you joined one of your sons. <laughs> Something funny. You said um, that you are God alone, and that is the way it is. You know, you know what came to my heart? I said, atheists get used to it. You say, you are God alone, and that is the way it is. Now, where, where I'm driving at is, there are some things that's the way it is. And one of the things that, that's the way it is is that God has special love and favor to those that are ease. That's the way it is. And everyone have opportunity to be his own, including everyone in this room. That's the way it is. When we're talking about, you know, having the eyes of Jesus, one, you must have the relationship with Jesus first. And then he will teach you to have his own eye. Does that make sense to somebody? That is the way it is, I'm sorry. And so, and the world door is wide open. Door is wide open. He said, the Lord knows those that are his. And it's so easy to become a follower of Jesus. In truth and in deed, you just need to yield your heart and say, Jesus, take over. Thank God for the sinner's prayer. We pray they are important. But above all, it starts from your heart. With the heart, man believes. And with the mouth, confession is made. So let, let your heart just, you know, Jesus have run this life long enough. You're talking about eyes of Jesus. I can't even have your eyes until I have your hand and your heart and every part of you. As opportunity presents itself once again, somebody there, you just know and know within you that you just need to make the right decision. Believe you me, you can hang around. That, that woman followed Jesus for a long time, the Syrophoenician woman. Hanging around him doesn't make it thing. The first thing is I become a child. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus required. He said, become a child. See, material, how long you follow me? You have not a child, Sorry. And that's where above all things, somebody that's probably 
not just taking that step to build a child. Please take it this morning. The Lord knows they that are his. The pastor doesn't know. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. And that's, that's the most humbling thing. I've warned you many times, a thousand I won over, daily, every day of my life. I say, Lord, search me, O oh God, and know my heart today. See if there be some wicked, cleanse me from every sin and set me free. He is the joy. He is the one that knows the heart. I would have loved you to raise your hand, which is good. But above all, you know your heart. You know where you are with him. And you can make it right with him today. It should be a good point for us to rise on our feet. And just, and I want to give you the privacy today. It's easy for me to raise, but the most important thing, I just see you in heaven, you know. That's the most important thing. The statistics is good. Three gave their life, and I love that. It's what God wants us to do. But today, he wants me to do it a little bit differently. Make that decision. And if you don't want to see me after, in those days anyway, we have what is called, we call it um, inquirer's in in corner. That is after the service, that's a room, people go there, have the privacy and discuss where they are. And I will have an inquirer's corner here today. So you want to take it further, you generally want to, please come here. But for now, before that desire, you know, passes from you, I just want you to talk to God. Talk to God in your hand. If you are a, a child already, your own prayer will be, Lord, I want your eyes. Those are thankful eyes. Those are thankful eyes. I also need to tell you that God teaches us to be thankful because he's going to say thank you to you one day. Do you know that? God is going to say thank you. God says thank you. If he says thank you, you should be able to say thank you. So now ask him to give you your eyes. One day he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please just call on the name of the Lord over the din of my voice. Just have that private moment. Even though the voice is going on, but you can still have that privacy with the Lord and just turn your heart unto him. Give me your eyes, O God, that I will see the way you see. I will see the way you see. Oh, give me your heart, O God. Give me your eyes, Lord Jesus, so that I will stay ever thankful, ever thankful, ever thankful. How we bless you, our Savior and our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bring your prayer to the close. In Jesus' name we pray. Uh, come on, brethren. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, Amen means let it be. And uh, you should say that company. I want us to take one prayer point and then we'll continue with the service. Um, by the special grace of God, when the Simple Faith group, they were leading us, they sang one powerful song about grace. And the Lord has laid in our hearts that we should lay a lot of emphasis on grace this month. Grace is throughout our life. But see, the month after month, it gives us a particular theme to lay emphasis upon. And so we tag this month the month of grace. The month of grace. And so I want us to pray one prayer point beginning on this first day of the month. And we're going to pray it in a confessional manner as we do. You're going to pray it energetically. Most importantly, fervency of heart. And then, fervency of body can follow that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In Acts chapter 4, verse 32, it says, Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. Verse 33, that's where we're going. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace was upon them all. Hallelujah. 
great grace was upon them all. Saving grace, yes, they had. But also functioning grace they had. So we're going to pray as well. That great grace will be upon every one of us in the name of Jesus. Did you hear what I said? We're going to pray that's a confession of prayer and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says that the apostles gave witness of the word and great grace was upon them. Father, let great grace be upon us all in this month and beyond in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice that great grace will build upon us all. You remember that you cannot afford to look at the person to your left or to your right. If you're going to praise God, if you're going to give him thanks, go to your prayer unto him. It must be prayed from the position of preparedness to be isolated. So if you know you want to cry unto the Lord with all your heart, the Lord, my Father, in mercy, let grace great be upon your church, O oh God. Every one of these, my brothers and sisters and friends, O oh God, let great grace, great grace this month rest upon us. Grace that we exceed our expectation. Grace that the world we see and say, this cannot be human effort. It has to be something more. And we shall tell them is the grace of God. Oh Lord, send your grace upon your church like never before. And let the world know that the mighty one is in the midst of us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Ah, um, well, fortunately, unfortunately, there's a stir in my heart that we need to pray a little bit more. Now, hopefully, you're gonna, we're going to make up for the time as we go on. I want us to pray, brethren. We prayed that when we were meeting with the workers this morning. And that was, at the, it, it, that was from Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And I think there it says that, you know, you shall say unto Zerubbabel, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And the next verse, it says, and ye shall finish. I, I thought you were giving me uh, Zechariah chapter 4, please. In verse 7, we are now. Zechariah, thank you. Next verse. Yes, that's the one. And he said, Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. Amen. Amen. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. And my understanding of that is that when the Jerusalem temple has been rebuilt, all those that look at it, they will say, This can be grace only. And my prayer for you is that that shall be the hallmark of our lives from now on. People will be able to say, this can be grace only. And that is how Jesus is glorified. It's not about your, it's good we prepare. I'm, 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 I'm a great stickler for hard work. I'm a great stickler for preparation, for excellence. You know me for that. But at the end of the day, if all that people could see is the effort that we have made, then we have failed. They should be able to come to the conclusion that there's something extra. That X factor is Jesus. And thank God that X is a cross. So you must have that X factor. And that X factor, I pray, shall be in your life this month in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray now and really pray now? And it's going to be a turnaround in your life in Jesus' name. So you're going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let my life be marked out by grace. 
that all we say, this can be by grace only. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices. Lift up your voices. Let my life, oh God, be marked out by grace. The life of all that I live, my ministry, oh God, my personal life, my career, whatever you need, God, your, the, the life of your children, your spouses, our community, oh God, let it be clear unto all that this can only be God's grace. It cannot be human effort. Yes, Lord, let it be clear unto us and all to know that this can only be grace. And after you have done it, all the honor and glory will go to you. Bring your prayer to a close, if you may. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, we thank you. We're grateful for this wonderful opportunity to come, come together in your house. Oh, Lord. Every eyes that's of the flesh, that is not Jesus' eyes, let there be a substitution today. The eye of Jesus is the eye of faith. He sees what is not yet. And so, Father, I pray, every carnal eye that we've been looking at the world through, the spectacle of flesh, of the flesh, of carnality, let it be replaced with the spectacle of Christ Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus. And from today, you will begin to see differently. As that man saw, he saw, and he went to give thanks. From this day, as we begin to praise God and give him thanks, you will see it as well in the name of Jesus. And that's why, Lord, I minister to every need in the room. Anyone needing healing, Lord, meet with them right now. Anyone needing deliverance from any bondage of the enemy because of the workings of the grace of our God be released from every bondage in the name of Jesus. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. No more bondage in Jesus' name. Liberty and freedom in Christ Jesus to do His will and to be an example of His power in this generation. So shall it be concerning you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the honor and glory. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah.